And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Do you ever wonder why you do this podcast show? Do you know, Mike? <laughs> There are six days of the week when I'm just like watching stuff at home and depending on how good or bad it is, I'm either cursing this podcast or like really thankful that I'm part of it. But almost every week I'm sitting here and I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? I could try to have like an opinion and then like, you'll just open your mouth and it's just like, there's no elevating anything. Good evening and welcome to Is It A Bicycle, season 11, episode 21. The original and bestest ever TV and movie podcast. My name is Stephen Wrigley and I'll be your host for this evening. Beside me have a man who wants to buy the 2017 calendar by month as the whole year is too much of a commitment. (laughs) (laughs) Also beside me have a lady who said, he said he'd call me at 8 but he didn't until 8.03. I'm sick of this, his lies will ruin her marriage. (laughs) Jonah, show show, O'Flaherty. This week we'll be discussing a movie in the shape of Star Wars Rogue One and some TV in the form of the OA and Shut Eye. Of course, we'll have the usuals with the news and some previews and come to a bicycle near you. How's it going? Hey, guys. Fantastic. Fantastic. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Any crack? Yeah. Do you know, this week I was... um Okay, so I finished work on Friday, so my plan was to have this week off, but the magical ingredient was that my daughter's crash is still open all week. Oh. So the plan was she's going to go to crash all week, and I'm going to have one week of, like... Drop her into crash, but then like put my pajamas on and watch movies all day and like Shona eat time. chocolate. Oh, <laughs> my God. I was I was gonna do my my Christmas shopping and yeah, try yeah. to you know have you know be something of an adult. I was gonna do my food shopping for Christmas because it's yeah. our first Christmas here. Um, but mostly I was really looking forward to like the television in my pajamas yeah. <laughs> for a whole day and just eating yeah. chocolate Christmas for all three meals. Yeah. Like I know that's yeah. what Christmas was supposed to be about, but I'm gonna also have an infant to look after You're so this was yeah. like my christmas this week and i was so looking forward to it, to it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah until my daughter got sick so she's been home with us anyways God damn there's it. no christmas shopping done there's been no pajamas movies days and uh yeah, yeah. you know she christmas fuck- is ruined you know she, no fuck- offense, she baby. fucking planned that like yeah. for sure <laughs> she, she checked sa- out your diary and said oh mom's <laughs> off this week yeah. <coughs> I feel so sick. She sensed I had some joy in my life coming up and was slack. I got a few ideas about that. <laughs> she also did that like when I was heavily pregnant. There was a lot of concerts on the summer that mm. I was pregnant with her and I didn't want to go to any of them, but then one came up I couldn't resist, which is Patty Smith and she was doing her her album Horses, which was for me like an album that changed my life. And opening for her was Spiritualized, who was another band I really really love. Oh, yeah. They rarely come to Ireland. Yeah. And so they were they were both on the same bill and they were playing in Dublin's um Royal Kilmainham Hospital, which was great for like a heavily pregnant woman because it was open field, I could roam around, free range <laughs> You know, I wasn't like stuck in a sweaty room with a bunch of people who smell like stale smoke and I could go and like eat at the trough as I needed to and you know, relax. And uh then of course I got diagnosed with my gestational diabetes and so we had to think about it and we sorted it all out with security that yes I could bring all my insulin with me and I could bring my blood testing needles and my blood kit and that was okay to bring in then we had to check with security actually can we also bring a chair because my husband's like you're too you're, I was gonna say you're too fat you're too pregnant to stand up for a concert so we're also gonna bring you a chair and I was like grand so we had the chair ready to go we had like all these various needles that were like passed through security and then the morning of the concert um it pissed rain 
And I thought, oh, no. I can't go to this concert, yeah, this yeah. pregnant, because they decided to move it indoors. And I say that in quotation marks because they just put it in a tent in the field. Yeah, so it was right. going to be extra stuffy and just like wet and gross. Yeah. And I thought, baby, this is my first sacrifice for you. You have made sure that I can't go to see Patti Smith and spiritualized. And now this week she's reading Christmas, so no biggie. She's getting nothing for her next she's got, birthday. Uh, she's got a lot to live up to. How are you guys? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, like worse than a college debt. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know, the great thing is about it, she still hasn't come to the point where she says, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> You've got that to look forward to. She says it in so many ways, Mike. The way that she looks at me, I'm just like, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> Smearing excrement on her cot. <laughs> yeah, mom's going to have to clean that up. <laughs> How'd you like that, bitch? Yeah, she's going to be an, an early literate child, I think, and soon she's going to start writing things on the wall like that shit. I can see a dirty protest. Yeah, yeah. Put me behind these bars. <laughs> You ain't the boss of me. Here's what yeah. I think of yeah. you. Yeah. Lady. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I got roped into uh, ice skating. No way. Yeah. Are uh, you an ice skater or are you no. like a Bambi on ice? Uh, no, I, I can skate, but like very rigidly. Not like a Canadian would, let's N- say. Not like someone born with skis on. No, no. <laughs> or, no, no. Certainly not. It's not skis when we go on ice. They're ice skates. That's probably your first I meant mistake. Skis because they're Canadian. It doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I've been many times. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm, I'm not good. Right. You know, so I always have that Bambi moment for the first <laughs> 10 minutes yeah. know, yeah, to readjust. Um, but uh, this time we're, we're going to meet some friends. Mm. And uh, the two ladies decided that we would go ice skating with the kids. Right. And the two ladies would go for coffee. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, nice one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I hope all those tendons that I tore in my ankle are healed <laughs> and my sciatica doesn't, uh, you know, flare up. <laughs> it like will if you fall on your ass. The last thing I wanted yeah. to do was ice skating. But anyway, um, yeah, survived it. But it was a lot of like, you know, backwards and forward movements. My back is killing Yeah, it's all kind of jerky when you're yeah, trying yeah. to hold your balance mm-hmm. up yeah. right. Exactly. Because it's all not to like an eight year old. And, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you know, and he mm-hmm. is Bambi. Um, yeah. But he was determined that he was going to, to ice. Yeah. I've never seen him like it. He was yeah. just like, he'd fall down, he'd jump up again and just fly off at, at, as fast as he could. <laughs> and then he'd fall again and again, r- rinse yeah. and repeat. And he'd, he'd be crying, like he'd fall and hurt himself. Yeah. And he'd go, oh, look at ice and, you know, someone yeah. went over my hand with their blade and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And he'd just get up again and tear off at the same speed. He's like, did you not learn from that? <laughs> <laughs> like, and he normally does, but he was just like, determined. I am going to ice skate. He knows it. You know, so anyway. Did you have hot chocolate afterwards? Because the best part about going ice skating is hot chocolate after. I can't remember. I'm not a. I'm not a great fan of it, so I can't remember if he did or not. He probably mm. did. I don't like hot chocolate. I prefer beef jerky and yeah. other lean meats. <laughs> <laughs> you could maybe have like hot chicken breast and let the rest of them have fun yeah, yeah, yeah. with their yeah. hot chocolate. <laughs> it's a nice slice of lettuce. <laughs> Steve, the fun killer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he was having a hot chocolate this evening. Actually, when I got home. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. With marshmallows. Yes. They're crucial. Yes, and I think there's mince pies involved. Oh, well. nice. Yeah. yeah, so they're flying us mm-hmm. again. So, um, so what did we see this week? It wasn't on the list. I don't think I've watched a whole lot. Mm. I was kind of busy eating and doing Christmassy things. Mm-hmm. Mike? Um, on a recommendation of somebody whose opinion I normally trust and then discard. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's I definitely not me because he's just, he never starts out with trusting me. It's more like begrudgingly yeah. agrees with me as far as we go, Mike. Um, kill ratio. 
Oh, yeah. This is a B movie. Came out early this month. Yeah. Um, and it was filmed in the Port Marnock Hotel. Was in, it? In Dublin. No way. And it stars a guy called Tom Hopper. Yep. With enormous triceps. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seems to be his primary talent. Triceps. You just see the, the, the casting director, you know, okay, let's see what you look like in a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're hired. Really, yeah. <laughs> kind of like the Manny in This Is Us. Yeah. You just oh, have geez, to walk around right. I just looked him up here on uh, IMDb. Jeepers. Yeah, oh, that's... so they're biceps with a human no. attached to them. No. The triceps. Triceps. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. His triceps have legs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Work out much? My yeah. body is a temple. Really don't say that Anyway, I think I've got a, a bro crush. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So triceps aside, how was yeah, the film, Mike? Yeah. Tom Hopper. And then we got uh, Amy Huberman, who you oh, yeah. might remember. She's in Kill Ratio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. She's. Uh, she was in. A, a medical practice thing on Irish telly that I used to fucking hate. The clinic. The clinic. Was, yeah. was she? Yeah, yeah. she I, played I, Daisy. I thought that yeah. she was just in like, was it called Threesome? You know, she and two Missed guys, they have a baby. Is, well, she has oh, a yes. with one guy and then there's like a gay best friend and they don't know who the dad is. I didn't really watch it, I, so I don't know what it's about. She was also in Zoo, you know. Was she? Yeah, or will be. Yeah. Oh, okay. Spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else? Uh, there's something else she was in that you'd know too. Um, Moonboy. Mm-hmm. Um, the stag, yeah. uh, which we reviewed. Uh, threesome, you're right. Mm. And uh, what else was there? There's something else that she was. Oh yeah, your bad self, of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So yeah, she is kind of. It's not a funny role. Well, that's the thing. Like, yeah, she's supposed to be, I suppose, the eye candy to start with, but she ends up being sort of the comic relief, right? Oh. Uh, which is an unusual. Combo. Turn of events, but right. <laughs> that's how that's how it happens. Uh, so basically, the story is um, they're in Kraplapovia in mm-hmm. Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. and uh, the she's a company executive, and uh, he of the triceps is like a fixer right. for the company. He takes care of problems in local areas. Oh, he's like the mechanic. Yeah, like oh, the mechanic. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so as they're there trying to cut a deal to, I don't know set up some telecoms thing in this uh, non-existent country, um, a coup uh, takes place. Oh, convenient. Yeah. Makes for a good story. It does. (laughs) 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 And some nasty general types try to take out the wonderful liberal pro-democratic female president that was trying to bring the country out of the dark ages. And uh, yeah, so the the boys end up kind of sort of rescuing her. Oh, they need to provide a solution. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They need to basically keep her alive. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but within the confines of the hotel, because their budget doesn't <laughs> extend to. <laughs> I'm looking in here through the cast list, and are all of them Irish? I don't know. Um, like they're all. Oh no, there's a, there's a lot of very Irish sounding surnames in there. Mm-hmm. Oh no, there's a few that aren't as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. But the the great thing about the casting is they they. They kind of got people who looked like somebody famous, right. but were cheap. So right. There's one of the generals kind of looks like Brendan Gleeson at a certain angle. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, another yeah. one kind of looks like Max von Sydow <laughs> in Dark Light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you have to admire their their creativity in terms <laughs> yeah, of yeah, you yeah, know yeah. maximizing their budget impact. So was it any good? 
I fucking loved it. Really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's totally up my street, you know. But like kill ratio, you said this was like a B movie. It must be like a killer type of body count. Oh like, yeah, yeah. This is people dying all. In fact, I think some people died several times because they're they're all dressed as like paratroopers with face masks. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just recycling the paratroopers. <laughs> uh, so yeah, your man Tom Hopper. He is obviously has a particular set of skills right and yes when called upon <laughs> he uh he just keeps on shooting the bad guys oh okay um action filled oh yeah yeah what i what i particularly enjoyed was um uh, did i say they had no budget yeah <laughs> a few times oh so did he do the like the where you, you, know, you remember those sticker books you used to get as a kid right yeah. and they'd have like some sort of action thing uh-huh. but they'd have like little explosion stickers that you'd stick on the end of guns yeah so did, did it do that like when someone was shooting the gun they'd have that little cgi burst of, of flash exactly you know? really yeah, yeah yeah it's a little cgi burst yeah. brilliant i could just see them saying man i wish we could afford blanks and the other thing i really loved was in order to give us a sense of the the magnitude of the the violence on the streets yeah um, every now and then somebody would look out the hotel windows and they would <laughs> see the cityscape, which is showing basically some stock footage from maybe the Iraq war from or Beirut whatever, or <laughs> <laughs> with tracer fire going up into the air or whatever. <laughs> but, but what, what, what lifted this into the realm of legend was, as far as I could see, they used the same footage each time somebody oh, really? went out the window. <laughs> it's the same tracer fire, same angles. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, uh, I was just thinking, maybe they weren't allowed to use blanks because there's other hotel guests staying. And they could only <laughs> rent out the ballroom. They or couldn't yeah. even <laughs> the ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> the people sleeping above. You, so, yeah, just keep it down. You know? <laughs> so, how'd you rate it? I know it's a B movie, so it's out of two. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, as B movies go, it's great. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know what you're getting. Solid two out of ten. So, yeah, I'd keep. Two out of two on the B movie scale. Two, two, out, of out, two, of two. out of ten. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Nice. Wow, it's powerful. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I have catch up o- there, almost sorry. epic, Steve. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Can B movies be epic? I, yeah. Mm, I said the debate for another time. Yeah. <laughs> I got watching um, This Is Us. Oh, did I know you? it's something that um, Sean likes a lot. Yeah. So um, I tore through the first four episodes. Oh, wow. Fantastic show. Really, really like really? it. Yeah, really? it's just like... The pilot in particular was so well crafted because I think we've begun to appreciate on this podcast um, the difference between a good show and a good pilot, you know, because Mm -hmm. you want to see how are the characters introduced, how is what the show is about introduced or unveiled, how do they hook you at the end for more episodes. Um, And it's just a really interesting concept for the show. And I wouldn't want to go into too much detail for kind of giving away, I think, what the pilot unveils, but it kind of starts with... um, just, you know, some text on a screen talking about, you know, that there's been no proven correlation between people born on the same day having any similar traits. And then we meet, like, three different people in three different very problems and areas mm-hmm. of their lives. Um, and gently and slowly their their story is woven together. And then um, it's just it's done so well and the acting is great. And I think this, the storyline is really... Um, is this trying to endearing. make out that astrology is real? No, not at all. It's, okay, it's so it's not that, like I'm a Capricorn. You no, know. it's saying there's no correlation. Because what we learn is that um, the people in the show, it's it's everyone's birthday. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So it starts out oh, by yeah. saying there's no we correlation between people's personalities who are it. born on the same day. Mm-hmm. So we meet these people who are all whose birthday it is, and okay. then we kind of learn more about them. Mm-hmm. So no, they're not trying to make any correlation about birthdays. In fact, they state the opposite explicitly. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no good show. I'm really looking forward to seeing more. I think this oh. might make an appearance at the Vikies. Alright. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Can't say anything mm. uh, no, against uh, that. Well, yeah. okay. Yeah. It'll um, lead to a good debate anyway, but yeah. it sounds yeah. good. So, <laughs> so just on topic, would you ever have a little look in the newspaper at the astrology section? Or? I would for a laugh. Yeah. Mm. Would you? Oh yeah, I always look at it. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm just waiting for the day it gives me my lotto numbers. It's like fucking <laughs> so sorted. <laughs> did, yours, did your uh, star sign shift when this year when they discovered that it's been wrong all along? No. Oh, yours, yeah. No. I think mine, mine has did. shifted, but I, I always knew about that because I remember in grade seven, I went to science camp. There's <laughs> <laughs> this one time? <laughs> this one time at science <laughs> camp. Um, and we did, it was amazing. It was It was actually at the local university and we kind of got to do um, a tour of the the Mm. science departments and Mm -hmm. we got to like isolate DNA strands. We got to do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And one of the classes was astronomy Mm -hmm. and they talked to us about astrological science and how they're based on the constellations of the stars um, during the year. Mm -hmm. But that in relation to the sun, I think, but that over years and millennia, um, the course of the sun has changed Changes. so that mm. the day that you were born, the sun might have actually been near a different constellation mm. or the moon or whatever the fuck yeah. it's based on might have been nearer a different constellation than the one that it was near, you know, whenever the Zodiac was created. So mm. I was told that whenever the stars <laughs> and the moon were You're so created. fucking funny. <laughs> and all the good in the world was created, and then there was Mike. <laughs> that's, that's funny. I was just explaining to the, the, the little man tonight, mm. you know, uh, just blowing his mind before he went to sleep. Mm. Um, you know, it's talking about... Uh, we were talking about distance and so on and, and just mm-hmm. figures. That he, like, he, he mm-hmm. knew what a million was, but he didn't realize what a million was. Right. You know, so he started at 100 and then I got to, I said, so you know what a thousand is? And he goes, mm. yeah, it's lots of hundreds. So I said, it's mm. 10. He went, oh. I said, you know what 10,000 is? He goes, no. And I said, that's like a thousand hundreds. And he goes, no. Or sorry, a hundred thousand, whatever mm. it was. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, Anyway, uh, so we went on with, and then told him what a million was and a mm-hmm. billion was. And uh, and then uh, I was saying, so you know the stars that we're looking at up there? You know, we're looking up at the stars and you see mm-hmm. the lights shining and so on. I know how far that is. Mm-hmm. He said, no. And I said, so then we went into talking about light mm-hmm. years and how fast light mm-hmm. moves and all that. And he said, so it takes them 100,000. So the light takes 100,000 years to get here because mm-hmm. they're that far away because light mm-hmm. travels at 300,000 kilometers per mm-hmm. second. Kind of thing. Yeah. Said, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I said, and then I said, you know, that could have exploded that star like you know uh mm. 90,000 years ago mm. but we're still going to see the light for it you know for another 10,000 years and we won't know and that star doesn't exist anymore and he's like whoa <laughs> 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 I might need you to come raise my daughter cuz like our bedtime speeches will be like and then there are sentence fragments and people that put in a subject and an object and the verb to be correlated to the noun and she'll be like yeah that's really boring can you get Steve over <laughs> Yeah, it just reminded me when we were little arseholes in uh, religion class at school. Mm-hmm. We were talking. <laughs> <laughs> what a place to be. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, the, the poor old teacher, he'd be trying to teach his Christian doctrine and stuff. And they were talking about, you know, eternal life and whatever. So, of course, us with our uh, fucking first year physics came out and said, yeah, you can do that in real. Like, just go to the, like, the event horizon of a black hole and you'll appear to be crossing over forever. And stunned silence from the religion teacher. <laughs> 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 yeah, he grew to fucking age. I, like, <laughs> I read in the paper this week that apparently Pope Francis acknowledged that um, creationism is basically shite and that there was a Big Bang and that it's all scientific. Oh, really? Yeah, and he was oh. like, God, what did he say? God God uh, doesn't, doesn't have a magic wand, you know? Like, he, mm. he I don't know, basically yeah, yeah. just tried to separate the idea mm. that, like, so you know all God is Old a magician. Stuff. Oh. It's all stories. That's just jokes, baby. Yeah. Yeah, probably the Pope uh, was saying yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah. And I'm sure to Catholics, well, that's got to gotta be... No, to be fair, they've uh, been saying that for a long, long time. Well, Mike, mm. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know yeah. that. In fact, the, the Vatican even has a search for extraterrestrial ter- intelligence system. No way. Yeah. Hmm. Um, they're they're way ahead of their Protestant brethren in that regard. It would be an ecumenical matter. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, so... Yeah. The, um, so I remember saying I was explaining numbers and so on. Yeah. I said, what's the biggest number you know? And I said, interesting question. He said, because I know mm. a billion, trillion, zillion now. Yeah. He told me. And I said, yeah, well, what about a billion, trillion, zillion plus one? And he went, oh. oh. And he went, okay, a billion, trillion, zillion plus two? <laughs> <laughs> what about a billion, trillion, zillion multiplied by a billion, trillion, zillion? And he just went, Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> poor little head explodes. Yeah, so I was explaining to him, uh, I was saying, you know, so infinity is like, you know, it never ends. And he goes, oh, that's like an eight on its side. And I went, yeah. I just wrote it down one day and someone said it to me. I was like, oh, okay. So anyway, we went on. He goes, what's the biggest number? I said, infinity. Yeah, well, what's bigger than that? And I was like, uh, <laughs> infinity times infinity. I don't know. <laughs> one, but I said, but that's still infinity. And he was uh, trying to explain that concept. Yeah, exactly. And he was just yeah. Like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> said, that's how old Mike is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jeez, that's like a great conversation. <laughs> yeah, it was fun actually. It was fun. Mm. A lot of fun. Um, uh, do you remember that that program called Travelers that we reviewed? Travelers. Yeah, it was Refresh the one where. Um, uh, someone died, and just at their moment of death, someone possesses their body. But they're like uh, time travelers. Sounds vaguely familiar, oh, but I still don't remember. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I dipped back w- in. Was it good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I enjoyed that concept. Well, when we it. reviewed mm-hmm. it, was it good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like uh, like we said, we'd watch more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we obviously didn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did. I, I watched the first three, and then yeah. I was just like, okay, I've had enough. Yeah. Um, and then I went back to it. Uh, just to check on how it was mm-hmm. doing. And uh, it said previously on, a mm-hmm. lot of cool shit happened previously. Yeah. Yeah. Like really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there, there's one episode where there's a plane crashing and he has this little force field that will only hold one person. Mm-hmm. Oh. That you can press the button to save one yeah. person and then he gets mangled. But then they have doctors that they brought back in time, the best uh-huh. ones that they know in history yeah. with nanotechnology that uh-huh. we can rebuild him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was, that huh, was pretty cool. cool. Yeah. But... The problem is, mm-hmm. they've gone down the line of like superhero movies. Yeah, they're soap operas. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, okay. it's all about character interactions yeah. and so on. It's no mm-hmm. longer about exploring this concept yeah. that mm-hmm. kicked it off. Like the people who were in it, first of all, they were interesting, but mm-hmm. that's all I needed to know. 
Right. You know, I wanted to explore that concept, and now mm-hmm. they've gone totally into the mm-hmm. next season. John divorces Jane. <laughs> okay, uh, it's gone all Grey's Anatomy. Uh, <laughs> will their teenager, you know, be embroiled in a you know a season of angst? Yeah, those <laughs> problems that they have to solve. It's just like, ah, jeez, you I got dropped from the football team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was just like, yeah, I've had enough of this. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Oh, that's too yeah. bad. So yeah, um, so pass. Mm. Yeah, if you're starting it, stop it. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have anything else? I saw the season finale to mm. season two of Humans, the mm. channel, the Channel Four mm. drama. Yeah, really good, really strong season. Mm. Um, I think much stronger than season one. Mm-hmm. Um, Swedish one was deadly in season two. Sorry, season one and two. Swedish <laughs> one was so much better. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that ah, was good. Yeah, it was You're good. Finished. Um, good it was a good three. finale, somewhat predictable. They introduced a character recently whose actions are somewhat predictable, but you can see that they've I- introduced this character, and it's the type of character who just creates mayhem. Uh, so that as a viewer, you know, like it kind of shakes things up. Maybe they were worried. Maybe their numbers were going down. Oh, yeah. oh, and I they kind of wanted to, to like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah refresh yeah. things a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So the last few episodes, it like it started out being shocking, and then it just kind of became like, oh, I know what this character is here to do, um, and that's what the character did, and it was totally predictable. Right. Yeah. Um, but Isn't, still yeah. interesting mm. because something that they've been building to since the beginning happened. So um, I'll be interested to see season three what they do with it. But yeah, no, it's mm. a good show. Like I wouldn't count down the days to it being on TV, but I always record the series and I, I look forward to watching the episodes. Like, I'll watch it like when I come home from work and put it on while I'm making dinner for my daughter kind of thing, you know, and no, it's good. No, I did see something else this week. Oh yeah, tell us. <laughs> Reality TV? Stone Cold Steve Austin's Skull Crusher Challenge. Oh, no <laughs> way! Did you? Yeah, I did. And how was it? Uh, this is just made for Mark. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you can't get John Cena into a reality TV show, <laughs> who better to replace him than Stone Cold yeah, Steve yeah, Austin? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they were up all night thinking about this one. Um, <laughs> so, it, this isn't the one that's on the ranch. That's another wrestler who it, has a new It's, it's sort of a ranchy type thing. No, there's one that's called, like, the Blah 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 Ranch. I was telling you guys about it the other week. Mm. Was it this? Mm. I'll it check. was this. Is this it the was. same thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same one. Yeah, yeah you got to ring the bell at the end. I don't know. I haven't seen the show. I just saw it advertised. Oh. No, no. We we're, were talking about this because I thought it was called Skull Crusher Ranch or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Something gotcha. with skulls yeah, exploding. Yeah, that's yeah. all. Yeah. 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 All that matters is that Steve Austin, isn't it? Yeah, it's his backyard. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. A couple of ditches in it. Yeah. Is that the one? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the one Mark was telling us about mm. where they had to run past each other. And it was meant to be like they all have to kill each other. Was that the one? No. And then they no. just sort of went, oh, sorry. There was all this big build up to they're going to fight and then they didn't. No, no. This is kind of. Uh, oh, is that Siberia? No, Siberia's a couple of years old now. All right. Yeah. Um, no, in this one, basically, you have eight people. They're either males or females. Okay. And they have to do a series of trials, uh, one against the other, to wipe the others out. So mm. it's like eight, four, two, and then the last one does a, does an individual challenge. Yeah. Um, so it's all kinds of different stuff. Like sometimes they might have to wrestle. Sometimes they yeah. might have to 
pull a rope or fucking drag a dead donkey up the hill or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Was it real wrestling or was it scripted wrestling? Did they like shout at the audience a lot? Uh, it kind of reminded me of sumo, actually. They, oh, okay. they, they'd have to go into a ring and basically if your knee touched the ground or you went out of the ring, oh, like, okay. like a dirt ring, yeah, yeah. Um, you were out. Okay. Um, so, yes, probably closer to sumo than yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't see any top rope work, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thinking Mark's going to be killing me now because you yeah. think I wasn't listening to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just that I forgot. That's yeah, my excuse yeah. Mark. Um, but the, the, the big text. thing in each week is well, there's two big things. At the very start of the show, every contestant has to tell Steve why he wants to win. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, they want to spend the money on their family. You know? Yeah, of course. Because they've so all... So this is the equivalent of, like, John Cena taking you out into the woods to, like, ask about how, how much your father loves you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Except Stone Cold, to be fair to him, is much less... Uh... He's more Stone Cold about it. Yes. He's yeah. just like, I don't care about your family history. Yeah, yeah, tell yeah, me yeah, why you yeah. want... Yeah. Tell Fuck me your problems. Fuck your problems. <laughs> Uh, and then the end of every, every episode, the person that gets to the end uh, has to do an obstacle course by themselves, which is quite difficult. It looks quite kind of tiring. I don't know if I'd be up for that now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man, I could break a sweat. Up until like. the obstacle course, yeah. you're considering applying, <laughs> were you, man? Yeah, but the very end of the obstacle course is a long, uh, thick rope uh, hanging down from a big frame, and you have to climb the rope and ring the bell at the top. But of course, they're all fucking knackered by the time they get there. Oh yeah, and they don't get the money unless they ring the bell. Oh, and quite a lot of the time, they just get so close and then they drop. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, which is kind of funny. And then can they use their legs? No, they have oh. to do it by their arms. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. And obviously, to ring the bell, you have to hold on yeah. with one arm yeah, and yeah. ring with the other arm. Um, so it's not as easy as it sounds. No. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. And then like. Steve Austin, you know, he just shoots them in the head if they don't make it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great tack. I highly recommend it for the Mark Leonard's of this world. Oh, it's, it's a complete yeah. filler, so. Ah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, did you hear about Will Smith's new movie, Collateral yes. Beauty? No. Um, so, this the cast includes Kate Winslet, mm-hmm. Helen Mirren, now wait, Mike. Mm. Keira Knightley. Is this 1970s Helen Mirren no, or no, now? This is, this is Current t- 2016. Okay. Mm. Keira Knightley, Edward Norton, mm. uh, Michael Pina, and Naomi Harris. Mm. Pretty good. That's cast. a whole lot of cast, yeah. How could you go wrong, huh? Mm. Indeed, how could you go wrong with that? 3,000 <sighs> theaters it opened with. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Only took in 7 million. Oh! Biggest flop ever. Apparently. Ouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much do they spend on it? Uh, I'd say like the the, the salaries alone would yeah. have been. Yeah, I think like production costs are around thirty six million. You know, but oh. there, there has to be more. Like with that cast, yeah, 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 oh, yeah surely sure. that pays for their lunches. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you know. So, uh, yeah, let me just read a couple of quotes from uh, reviewers. Okay. You know? okay. <laughs> so, uh, the New Yorker, mm-hmm. Richard Brody, he mm-hmm. says the failure of Collateral Beauty is all the more grievous for the waste of his superb actors. Right. <laughs> Toronto star Peter Howell dubbed it as the year's worst worst movie, right? Mm. And then um, Rolling Stone, Peter Travers says, uh, it's near impossible to make a movie with no redeeming features, but this tearjerker hits the zero stars jackpot. (laughs) 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 Taking an old star cast on a journey from absurd to zombified with frequent stops at pretentious. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) 
So uh, uh, I think we'll be skipping that one. I think you know what? After after hearing about, I kind of want to get really shit faced and going and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would. Of course you would. I actually I read a really good um, uh, review of Passenger earlier. The new Chris Pratt oh, yeah. Jennifer mm. Lawrence film. It was mm. like a good review. <laughs> No, right, yeah. it was yeah. like, here's what happens in the movie so that you don't need to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it spells out <coughs> in excruciating detail mm. exactly why the film is terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah, I guess we were guilty of that as well. Yeah. It's getting slated. <laughs> but it's Jennifer Lawrence in a bikini. What could go wrong? Well, surprisingly, Lawrence in a bikini. surprisingly, Mike, there's a lot more okay. films in just Jennifer Lawrence in a bikini. Really? For some people. <laughs> I know that you watch films with sound off, but not everybody yeah, does. Yeah. It's kind of hard at the cinema, actually. People look at you funny when your earplugs in, but <laughs> I, I, I just brazen it out. Yeah, just <laughs> this is my mute button. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jennifer Lawrence, I, I, I don't see it. No? I, no. Oh, I kind of like it in this. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, okay. Um... Mm. Okay, so first of our TV, I think I'm the only one that saw it. Mm. Shut I? Mm. Yeah, lay it yes, on it's us, a Steve. new TV show. Um, it, uh, the premise is there's a couple and they uh, are inverted inver- psychics mm-hmm. mm. and are magicians or yeah. failed magicians or whatever. Mm. But they run a lot of these shops around mm-hmm. LA uh, where they have these people who do mm-hmm. tricks and right. they take in money and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on and so forth, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so then they collect off them, but they themselves, they're always looking for the next trick, the next con, right? To get a load of money off someone, uh-huh. blah blah blah. And uh, but they have to give this information to their boss, mm-hmm. which I'm not quite sure. I think maybe I've forgotten who their boss is, but mm-hmm. I'm not, uh, it's a Roma Gypsy family right. that made a fake in the US and mm-hmm. uh, they are the mob essentially. Okay. Right. Yeah, so they work for them. So um, he gets hit in the head by uh, uh, an annoyed boyfriend who discovers that he's, you know, he told uh, his girlfriend that he was cheating on her when he wasn't kind of thing. Right. right. Or, or yeah. maybe he was, but anyway, he gets, he gets hammered. Mm-hmm. And so he wakes up and he starts having these sort of semi visions and premonitions mm-hmm. and huh. right. he actually has a gift. Okay. He hasn't figured it out yet. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, so you can't make any money off it. Not yet. Well, it, it, it has benefited him in certain ways, mm. I'd say. Well. You know? um, but uh, so I thought, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. This is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of people that are seven and above, so mm-hmm. it's an easy watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I liked it enough, and I thought it was interesting enough to watch episode two. Mm. Okay. And episode two was a complete washout. Oh no! Yeah, I thought, mm. okay, kind of it killed the momentum defense. from episode mm-hmm. one, yeah, did it? Because I was kind of on the fence. Like, mm-hmm. There's a couple of things in this that mm. I really want to see more of. And I, you know, mm. okay, let's keep it going. And then it just felt like every other mid-tier show. Oh mm-hmm. no! Yeah, yeah. And oh. again, they're going into soap opera mode, and they were mm-hmm. about the premise. Uh, yeah. So uh, what they did was they latched onto this rich woman who was either lonely or widow. I can't mm-hmm. remember that. She's more lonely than widow. Mm-hmm. So they thought, okay, here we got the next cash cow. Uh, right. But instead of giving it to Roma guys, they give it mm-hmm. to themselves, and they right. know that they're going to get found out. Right. Yeah. Them and that's yeah. why it's all uh-huh. Yeah. Sounds like they totally ripped the idea off the last exorcism. Did you ever watch that? Um, didn't we review it? Probably not. It's about 10 years old at this stage. Oh, the exorcism. Oh, no, we watched uh, the exorcism. 
Yeah, yeah. Now this is the, it's called the Last Exorcism. Okay. It's about a guy in the, the deep south who is uh, he's a charlatan. He goes around exercising people or whatever um, for money, obviously. Yeah. Uh, worried parents and blah blah blah. Fake and then... Oh yeah, he's oh, yeah, yeah. he's a total fucking fraud. Yeah, yeah. And he's making a documentary. Uh, basically laughing at these people about how he's defrauding them and he's no showing way. them all the tricks of the trade or whatever, you know. And <laughs> spooky knockings on the table and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, and he just, you know, picks a case randomly out of his pile of mail and says, come on, let's, let's, let's go and film this shit. Like, yeah. But unfortunately, uh, in that movie, it happens to be the one case he ever had that, it, that is real and he doesn't know how to fucking deal with it. <laughs> oh, nice. um, it's made for a brilliant movie. Um, but I don't see how you can make a TV series out of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, who's in this? Um, oh, geez, what's his name? Um, sorry. Uh, Donovan. He's in Fargo. Um, Jeffrey Donovan. Mm. Don- Jeffrey Donovan. <laughs> 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 um, and he was quite good. He's the, mm-hmm. he's the lead character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no! But because you watched episode two, you realize you have to categorize this yeah. as killer. yeah. Thriller. Fuck you, man! Thriller. Hoist on your own petard. Jacuzzi. Yeah. Right. So All right. So Hang on, you still haven't gi- you still haven't given us given us an answer, Steve. Oh, it has to be thriller. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. Okay. I thought you were. Yeah, I thought you were going to snake your way out of it. Okay. Who's going to tell us about the second of our TV, which is the OA? The OA is a new TV show from Netflix. Uh, starring a bunch of people who don't matter, except for the guy from Brooklyn. The love interest from Brooklyn is in this show. He's still super cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's my professional opinion. <laughs> um, so the premise is that this woman, uh, she's oh, it is him. yeah, I yeah. Oh, I totally didn't spot him. Oh, right away I was like, mm. I remember those brown eyes. Yeah, he's the love interest. Mm. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Hang on, who is he in this? Love, he's uh, Homer. Oh, okay, mm. yeah. So, the OA is about this woman who, basically, she's we we start the episode with her um, jumping off of a bridge, and she dies, but doesn't die, and she's not blind anymore. But when she left, like seven years ago or something, she she was blind. Um. So the story is unfolding of where she's been all that time because she refuses to say that she uh, was captured. She keeps saying that she ran away. And then she's trying to kind of reintegrate herself into the the town that she left and the parents that she left um, while we're also getting her backstory as told to people in the community. They start having these kind of like meetups at nighttime. Um where you see her, like the crazy history, and then you also start seeing what happened um, in the time that she was gone from mm. everybody. But then there's also glimpses into something a bit strange about her. You know, there's a dog that attacks her, and then she, like, I don't know, mm. t- 
talks to it or something and it becomes her best friend. She might have mm. eaten it or bitten it. I don't know. Mm. At first I was like, is this a werewolf thing? Mm. Anyways, so there's there's something kind of hinting at something a little um, abnormal in this uh, story of hers. So we, yeah, we spend this episode uh, getting to know her, getting to know what happened and um, wondering where it's all going because she keeps saying it, the story isn't over. It's just beginning. Mm. This show is so good. I love it. And I've like binge watched it. I'm on episode seven and I cannot wait. <laughs> I'm watching this show. Yeah, I couldn't remember where episode one finished. Mm. This is, everybody, this is going to be your Christmas binge watch. It's so good. Britt Marling is her name. The lead actress, is it? Prairie Johnson. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Nina, whatever her name is. Yeah, we don't care what her name is. very pretty. I would never (laughs) stoop to reduce an actor to their physical appearance. Except for the guy from Brooklyn. (laughs) All I said was she's very pretty, which is really good too. Yeah. It's, um, I'm trying to think now of where episode one finishes. Every episode ends with a hook. Every single episode. So, you really draw. It does a great. I mean, Netflix's autoplay is already a dangerous thing to contend with. But when Netflix also knows that, and then they put killer hooks into the end of every episode, that you're just like, I need to watch this in, before I do anything else. My daughter is sick. Your sick child that's kept you up, right? Yeah. It's just. It's just. Uh, listen, if I happen to be holding her in one arm and my Netflix on my phone in the other, that is just me being efficient with my time. <laughs> <coughs> to paraphrase a wise man who unfortunately is not here this evening I I don't know what show you guys are watching <laughs> so you, shocker Mike and I disagree what a steaming pile of horse shite <laughs> she's not my type of pretty which immediately takes away her best weapon because she refuses to talk, yeah. which means, okay, you're not pretty and you've no character. Hmm, what are we going to do with that? Um, You know, she shows up, there's a little bit of, uh, oh my God, it's great to see you back. And then um, she just kind of sits there, non-interacting. Yeah. And like, there's a particular scene with the policeman where they're trying to get some picture of where she's been or what's happened in the last while and she's she's completely evasive and and not only evasive but kind of absent it's like she's not part of the conversation and i was just sitting there watching this thinking do you know how many alien abduction shows on youtube i could be watching right now (laughs) 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 yeah seriously don't be fucking wasting my time with this shite (laughs) um the dog thing you mentioned I just had a glimmer of hope right at that point. I said, go and tear his throat out. Be a vampire. <laughs> Didn't happen. No. Make it, make it nice. Dead. What yeah. the fuck is that all about? I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Like, Rottweilers have two purposes. Either to tear people's throats out or to have their own throats out. To, like, make you be a bigger, better <laughs> type person. Um, The guy... uh. Oh, yeah, I the forgot his dealer. name. Yeah, the drug dealer dude who owned the Rottweiler. Yeah. What a nasty piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. How are we supposed to... Like, they're kind of setting him up as her partner well, something. I, I think it's... I think it's, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's 
think oh. it's just to show that he's different uh, sort of attitude towards life. Oh. And she meets several others that have mm-hmm. yeah. very mixed attitudes and views on life. Yeah. Um, and I think that's he's just meant to be the token uh-huh. guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's kind of like a breakfast club. Yeah. But like a bit darker, yeah. you know, so yeah. they need, there's a bit of a sampling of yeah. uh, her town yeah. and uh, he's kind of the token Mario. Yeah. What's the guy in the breakfast club, the badass? It's not Mario Estevez, is it? No, no, Who? it's... Um, Emilio Estevez, that's it. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's something like Judge something or whatever. Okay. Uh, I can't remember his name because he's old now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so I, I didn't find anything in no, no, saving no saving grace in terms of the characters, uh, no saving grace in terms of the the hook. You know, I thought the hook was piss poor. Um, you know, it barely got me to get to the credits. Not my fucking next episode. Did the, did the backstory not you? The... No, we've seen all that before. There's a million kids come back from being missing shows out in the last no, year or two. Backstory. Which backstory are yeah. you talking about? I know, I'm trying to remember. I'm like, was that in the pilot? I don't know. Oh, what? yes, 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 yes. That, uh, yeah, that just. Her history. Her yeah, that was, that was just shite. You know, I, I didn't, cool. I did, didn't believe a minute of it. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it didn't make any impression on me whatsoever. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah it, no, I, I think I'm with Jonah on this. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it mm-hmm. got me early. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, now I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there were bits of it, I have to say. Uh-huh. Like, um, the mum and dad, mm-hmm. uh, they had too much screen time, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a bit too much, and I was, especially her for some reason. Yeah. It was kind of irritating after a while. Yeah. Um, but then I, I did force myself to look mm-hmm. at it from that character's point of view, like mm-hmm. what was happening. And yeah. And she was still annoying me. Mm-hmm. For different yeah. reasons, because I would have been mm-hmm. way more annoying than she was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the other side, you yeah, know, yeah, I would have been yeah. completely uh-huh. So, uh. I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. Um. Yeah, so that, that was one of the negatives. Uh. I, I liked her interaction with, um. Schoolboy. Uh. The 16 year old guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty cool and I did like the way she was uh, her own person if you know what I mean yeah you know just knew what she was doing she's on a mission mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, like, she seems like she's so vulnerable, and then you learn in that scene yeah. when she's mm-hmm. interacting with that guy, like, yeah. she's not mm-hmm. afraid of anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just see, like, she's eyeing everything up, and where any normal person she's would be so like, scared. oh, I'm I'm mm-hmm. over yeah. my head here. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. just like, you don't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think yeah, I, I went on, watched episode two, watched mm-hmm. episode three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Episode two um, is, you know, it, it's hard to get through, mm-hmm. I have to say. It's, it's just it's a lot of uh, backstory stuff. Yeah. But you, you're rewarded for it. You know, that kind of way. Like, I'd yeah. Say, oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know, there's a lot of storytelling and it's like, is this going to end? And then, then, uh, I can't abide fucking stories. No, it's just, <laughs> it's just like, when you're watching the story with someone telling a story, you're just like, ah. Yeah. No, but anyway, it, it transpired that it was worth the wait. You know, um, again, like I say, fantastic book. 
Yeah. On every episode I've watched so far. Yeah, every episode I've seen is just yeah. like I need to watch the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So this this is this is I've seen it described as stranger than Stranger Things. Yeah, I've kind of seen because there is kind of like a Winona Ryder type character in it, who yeah. I just keep thinking every time I see her on screen, I'm like, that's the poor man's Winona Ryder in yeah, this yeah. TV show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there is, there's a lot of like you, you don't know is it supernatural, is it sci-fi, well, is it what is it? I think that's exactly what one of the things that's so good about it. Um, and the thing is, like we we have to talk in abstract here because even to talk about what the show is about would give away some aspects of the TV show because part of the enjoyment of watching it is finding out what this is about. Exactly. So without going into any kind of detail, um, you're trying to find out if what she's talking about is kind of um, an experience on one level, how she's perceiving it, or are we just watching her through the lens of somebody who is going through something, you know? and I think that I think for me that's kind of the big question, because you know every time she kind of starts talking about the supernatural stuff, she's like, "I know I sound crazy," and then us as viewers mm-hmm. are like, "Yeah,", yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but then her disbelief in that stuff is kind of what is it? I think meant to buy our sympathies. Well, yeah, it's really reassuring in that it's saying to us, like, it. "Listen, this is crazy." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not because mm-hmm. they did mention that she was on drugs when she was a kid yeah. mm-hmm. early on in the pilot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, but we're not told. Hmm. Initially, why or you know exactly? Mm-hmm. So, so it's yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's got a great hook. I mean, the writing is pretty strong too. I mean, there's the, uh, I mean, dialogue wise, there, mm-hmm. there was no time that it was just like ah, Jesus. Can I just ask you both one question? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, we have different opinions, but why do you care about this woman? It's not necessarily that I care about her, but yeah, like why, why do you want to see her story? I actually find yeah. her character quite bland. Like I yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, she's quite flat. Yeah. In, yeah. in, in uh, yeah. personality, let's say. Yeah. But it's the way it was introduced. Yeah. She was missing, then she was found. She yeah. was blind, now she's not. Yeah. yeah, and those are indisputable facts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need to find out within the context of the reality of this TV show yeah. if everything else is BS. How did that? How did that part come to be? You know, yeah. how did she yeah. go from being blind to not being blind? Mm-hmm. Where has she been? Yeah. 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 Um, mm. So I'm just kind of bought into the the question. I'd say the big mm-hmm. story arc of the show. I just I kind of want to see how it gets to. We, when the episode starts, we kind of hear her talking about certain people and certain things. Mm-hmm. And as you kind of get more background about who those people are and what relationship they have to her and how she mm-hmm. knows them, like, I just, I want to know what happens there. I need more information. Mm-kay. Because she's so adamant that the story isn't over. It's only a beginning. Oh. So I need to know how, you know, what is she doing now? Mm-hmm. Um, that within the context of the the world that's being mm-hmm. built here... How could it be possible? If that makes any sense, okay. maybe it doesn't. Tell me, yeah. Was the parent-teacher meeting in episode one or two? Episode one. Okay, right. Yeah. No, it's just uh, I was just wondering because mm-hmm. uh, yes, from one of the great episodes, we did the band. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. You. It was the band. Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why I think finally this show annoys me is because it's it's obviously based upon the the idea of drawing you into the world. You know, yeah. it's like what's going on. Yeah. They won't we won't tell you what's going on. Yeah. But if I look back relatively recently that you've got stuff like Wayward Pines. Yeah. The pilot for that show just blew my mind. It was like, Oh my god, I have to find out what's yeah. going on. Yeah. And I thought they were too low key in in this pilot. Yeah. 
um, to to generate that enthusiasm to go and watch another one. Okay, yeah. Um, Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah. Stranger Things, you're just like straight. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe I just need more adrenaline in a pilot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a long pilot. It is quite long. Yeah, yeah. I'd say there's been around ten minutes, mm-hmm. yeah. fifteen minutes, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really awkward time for schedule. I think they're like an hour because yeah. I remember. Well, one of the most recent episodes I watched, like when it started, it was an hour and fifty-eight seconds. So that that time, that timing just stuck out to me for some reason, but um, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, an hour ish. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was actually tired. But if you divide it by three, <laughs> I think I was tired from the all-nighters and pulling with my baby this week. But I actually had a moment where I was like, "Is that a hundred minutes or one hour?" <laughs> and then I was just like, "You idiot, Jensen." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Factorial sex. It's killer, isn't it? Uh, to- totes killer. This show is like asks all the big questions <laughs> that like you you're afraid to ask, <coughs> and it like doesn't give you answers. You just like need to watch more. It's is it wrong to want to punch you in the face when you do that voice? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of suplexes, did you hear about that ex wrestler dude down in Florida or whatever with the, the gas station robber? Uh, Did someone try to rob someone who was a pre- wrestler? A uh, former WWE no. wrestler. And this guy came in to rob the petrol station or gas station, whatever they call it. And um, he accidentally threatened this former wrestler dude who took the gun off him. <laughs> Basically choke slammed him onto the ground. <laughs> and uh, called the police. I love the surveillance footage uh, of that it, happening. It's, it's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, you'll find it. I can't remember the guy's name, but if you just do, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, robbery, WWE, you'll find yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he still still got the, got the moose. Yeah. <laughs> Muscle memory. Yeah, and they say WWE is fake. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you see Vince McMahon's face I in the brochure. <laughs> but no, like DOA, I have to say, this is, um, if you like Stranger Things, yeah. it, like it's not, it's not scary, but it's dark. And I think, just to touch on another thing, the writing of the episodes, I think, is done really well because... It never takes a huge leap of faith that you can't follow. It starts with people kind of yeah. thinking like you would think and think and saying, you know, well, what about this? Yeah. And then the characters would kind of address that. Then you move on to the next step. So there's a very kind of gradual bringing the audience along for the, the trip while the characters are kind of, you know, figuring out a situation or experiencing something. And I think small things like that are taking a show that's based in maybe fantastical um and grounds you the whole way so you it just you can kind of buy into one half of what the story might be and it's just yeah it's really intriguing mm-hmm. i think i think this is the uh netflix equivalent of a page turner so mm-hmm. i'd say put some time aside in christmas people this is going to be your entertainment the mm-hmm. oa two thumbs up <laughs> <laughs> was she really yeah. cool yeah. Mm. 
Can I set myself up for possible humiliation? Sure. I didn't get from the episode, and maybe I'm missing from my Urban Dictionary references. What is an OA? Well, that's part of the mystery. Uh, okay. Okay. So I'm not dumb. No, you're right. not. Dumb. Well. Yeah. I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> what is the OA? You're qualified, not dumb. <laughs> that's part of the mystery. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I'm never going to find out unless you tell me. Apparently in the trivia, uh, there was, in one of the episodes, one of the cartoons was watching Stranger Things on TV. No way. Uh, <laughs> that's quite cool. mm-hmm. That is yeah. cool. Um, so, oh, you know, like, no, not a chance. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I might read the wiki to find out what an OA is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know what's really cool? Like, just as they're talking throughout the episode, you start picking up on vocabulary and terminology, and you're thinking like, oh, are those possible candidates for what the OA stands for? Okay. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. This is the tale of people who got the plans for the Death Star. (laughs) Those who acquired the plans. Okay. Because for every trainee Jedi uh, with his little green friend uh, who's out to save the galaxy, you need little people to go and do, you know, the legwork to make sure that... you know where the weakness on the Death Star is. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not all about hitting womp rats back on Tatooine. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, this so, is. So this takes place before the original first episode, which is now episode mm. four. Yeah, yeah. So but because you, we have episodes one, two, and three, this is three and a half. Mm, yeah, or three B. Three B. Yeah, I like this. You know, oh. for just that concept. It just shows that there's so many stories. This thing can Has it legs. doesn't ever have to end mm-hmm. unless people start stop going to the cinema mm-hmm. to watch it. But that's what makes me worried because, as we've discussed last mm-hmm. year when we reviewed The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. um, I was never a massive Star Wars fan because I only ever watched it in Canada in French, and it kind of mm-hmm. killed my desire. Once Jabba the Hutt speaks mm-hmm. in French, and he's just like. It's just like this is not as good. So, and, um, and you have no soul. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So The Force Awakens is what awakened in me, if you mm-hmm. will, um, a renewed love of Star Wars. And then after watching this film, and I heard that there was going to be like a Han Solo mm-hmm. film. Yeah. And then there's going to be more kind of prequels, sequels, whatever. Yeah. And the Disney's just churning out the Star Wars stuff now. Are they going to ruin it? Because like, I feel like Marvel, for example, are kind of mm-hmm. killing a good thing. I'm almost oh, yeah, sick totally. of Marvel mm-hmm. superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. Mm. I'm done. I'm not, I have no interest in the next one. Mm. Yeah. Are you not super no. excited about Aquaman? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> like, going to see a Marvel film used to be a real treat. Yeah. You know, like, you could build up to it. You knew it was going to be well, epic and exciting. Yeah. And now, like, every mm. single week, there's a new Marvel film, and mm. it's just killed a good thing. And I'm worried mm. when I heard that Disney are just going to churn out the Star Wars. Mm. Is it going to kill something I'm only just starting to love? You guys. Well. Oh. Huh. Go, Steve. I don't know. This was their Sorry. test. Sorry. Go, Red Leader. <laughs> um, yeah, this was, this was their test, I think. And it, it was quite Disney-fied in places, I thought. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, I don't mean, like, I'm not worried that it's going to be Disney-fied. Mm. But I just mean there is a super 
power movie house behind this franchise yeah. and mm-hmm. this franchise makes money so because commerce rules are they just going to keep make, making films until they kill it like like mike marvel is doing uh well marvel how many they turn out a year yeah this is still only one a year as one far a year as yeah uh, f- what the, for the next five years isn't that it is that it plan, I don't something know. like that that's acceptable mm. i guess isn't it yeah yeah like look harry potter did eight and i still love that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I suppose, in fairness, the Star Wars universe is so big. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that there's pl- plenty of latitude to. But like the Marvel universe is so big, but I'm getting mm-hmm. sick of that place. Yeah. Um, I think it's different. okay. I'm trying to find because a way think, to disagree. I, with I, you I that think makes it sense. is too, it's but because, I, I can't put my yeah. finger on it. The reason is, uh, I think uh, that the Marvel uni- universe is too close to our own. Right. Mm. We identify too close to mm-hmm. to yeah. it. Like it is. Mm-hmm. Our own, essentially. It is you know, Earth, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, whereas this is still, it's space, it's, mm-hmm. you know, exploration, these right. new worlds yeah. that are all different. It's completely mm-hmm. separated from, yeah. Yeah, completely. Like they, Everything they, is new. Yeah, exactly. Like the, the we're talking about one of the moons that they visit, it looks like uh, Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when you visit another, it's a desert, and another, it's, you know, all these different uh, yeah. worlds. So it, that's, mm-hmm. uh, I think, the beauty of it is um, that it's, like a parallel universe yeah um like yeah. it's still believable ish mm-hmm. you can still sort of go yeah that could probably well, there's, be a, there's an inner logic to, certain, to the universe that makes yeah. sense within mm-hmm. the context of the universe yeah. jet, i think but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but apart from that you know it's right. still yeah okay i can see how that yeah. could be possible yeah you know? mm-hmm. but it's still very creative and imaginative and i think they've they've really in this one they, they continue to capture that feeling of it being Star Wars and it feels like an old Star Wars rather than a new Star Wars. Mm. Um, you have less characters that are, well, yeah, less obvious CGI characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the script was much stronger um, than say the, the, mm-hmm. the second or the first batch of new ones, mm-hmm. you know, um, what's that? One, two and three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially number three. Jesus. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I, I thought this was really strong. I really liked it. I I I really liked the the last one, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, Force Awakens. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. The Force Awakens. But yeah, I think this one is as strong. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I can't wait mm-hmm. to see it again. Yeah, this can't was so good. Right. Yeah, yeah. This was so good. <laughs> it makes me so happy. But uh, I was giving out about the lack of lightsabers, but. Uh, uh, like Mike, my, I said this to Mike the other night, and he quite rightly pointed out. Well, actually, it's a it's a parallel story, so there can't be in all of them, right? You know, yeah. there can't be a big Jedi standoff and everything. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? So it's just oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you if they did, then you just get you'd be waiting for okay. When's the lightsaber? Yeah. 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 Oh, here we go. Yeah. Another lightsaber fight. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of thing. So that that was great yeah. too. You know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I loved it. I loved it. It looked great. It looked yeah. fantastic. The story wasn't bad. Uh, there was a couple of bits where I laughed out loud, mm-hmm. going, "Oh my god, that's ridiculous!" At the mm-hmm. wrong point, like they weren't me- they weren't yeah. going for a laugh. Yeah, uh, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. But um, but there were more laughs in this, genuine laughs than than the last one. Yeah, for sure. The last oh, they one had was so some dark. Gr- they had some great characters in this yeah, one that yeah, were yeah. just like the new robot. It's brilliant. Great K2, comic relief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. My God, he's going to sell billions of merchandise <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually saw them tonight in the shop. Mm-hmm. Did you already? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Already, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. There's Lego ones and there's all sorts of yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Um, to answer your point about the, you know, too many movies thing. Saturation, yeah. I think what they've got here, you know, just the the germ of it is. Yeah. Uh, have you ever read uh, Warhammer forty thousand novels? Yeah. Oh, obviously. But <laughs> Sorry. I Don't know what you're missing. <laughs> okay. Basically, uh, Warhammer forty thousand uh, has a universe defined, and there are rules in the universe. You know, certain types of characters, blah blah blah. Space Marines, Space Marines, and orcs, and yeah, all kinds of good stuff. But you have had at least a couple of hundred books written in this universe by different authors, and huh. you know they they take the set of rules, they come up with new characters, new story arcs. I mean, there there are story arcs that last for six or eight books mm. within that universe that are totally unrelated to the next author's huh. work. Um. So it, it's it's like a, a never-ending nursery of brilliant stories, mm. and then they just use the framework, yeah, um, to make this happen. Okay. So I can see this happening with Star Wars, and it's not right. necessarily a bad thing, you right. know, if they have yeah. an agreed set of rules, and then you get somebody who is a brilliant storyteller, he can tell that story within that set of rules, or she. No, <laughs> that would never happen. This yeah. is Monty Python. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be too busy making the sandwiches. Like <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I fell into that one. <laughs> um, Every to- week. <laughs> I know. I listened to Kevin Smith on uh, Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. uh, Baron the Way Home, and uh, he was said that uh, the guys who came up with Photoshop Mm. Right, they are the guys who pretty much made this. Mm. They, they're they were movie special effects guys, and they're just mm. like, wouldn't it be great if we could do photo, like Photoshop at home? Yeah, you know. And then they went, oh, so they did in their spare time, right? Kind of thing. Yeah, you know. This is what he said. I, I'm sort of going, do they own Adobe mm. or you know how does that work? Right. But anyway, I haven't I haven't researched it or, mm. or anything. I'm just repeating what he said, but um, or paraphrasing it. But mm. uh, yeah, I just thought it was fascinating that, mm. and then you see the. The CGI in this, there's, there's, there obviously is a lot of CGI, but it looks so seamless in yeah. for the, for the main part. Yeah, it's just a, and it's got everything in there. Mm. It's got all the classic stuff that you want to see. Mm. Start. You've got Arats. You've got, you yeah, know, yeah. S- star destroyers. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, at war and so yeah. on. And then you've got what do you call the the hammerhead thing? Yeah, they yeah. eventually come into yeah. play, and that's brilliant as well. Yeah. and it's just. It's got every every everything oh. that you want in a recipe of a brilliant oh. Star Wars movie. Yeah, it's, but it's not it's too like much a, of anything. Yeah, it's you know? like a great big mountain of Easter eggs, isn't it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it just yeah. fantastic? Oh. And you can see it in the trailer. I mean, even mm-hmm. just just like the uh, apart from the the soap opera melodrama bits, which are great as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the the action sequences are just fantastic. I mean, mm-hmm. the the lasts third of the movie mm-hmm. so like, good oh my god because yeah. the only complaint I would have is that the beginning might have been a bit slow to get started but then once it does yeah. like I think the story is really captivating like for someone like myself who wouldn't know a whole lot about Star Wars I certainly mm-hmm. don't know a lot about the backstory mm-hmm. yeah. um, and anything from A New Hope you know I've seen it and that, but that was more mm-hmm. as like research or post enjoyment of The mm-hmm. Force Awakens research but yeah. um so maybe those Easter eggs I was missing, but yeah. there was still mm-hmm. so much I got out of the film, you know, mm-hmm. even moments that I thought were really neat for someone like myself who wouldn't mm-hmm. be a massive uh, like historian of Star mm-hmm. Wars. 
when they were having um, the space fight, you know, and like you see the pilot, and you see space fight, space fight, and you see like the pilots with their like orange visor, mm. and like I know enough about Star Wars and like mm. seen Mark Hamill in that mm. kind of head suit, and I'm like, mm. oh, that's like a cool harken mm. back to you know yeah. the the pilots that we see later mm. on, and any of those space fights have a feeling of kind of like 1970s film, even though it's being mm-hmm. made in 2016. So they did a really good job, I think, of avoiding temptation of making everything super modern and slick because that's mm-hmm. not Star Wars. And it's mm-hmm. made it visually very much included in the franchise mm-hmm. look and feel. And um, it kind of makes you feel as someone like me who's 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 kind of new mm-hmm. that you, you're getting your feel for this universe, that you're not mm-hmm. just someone who's like jumping on a bandwagon that's not really part of Star Wars, you know? It's something authentic, I think, is the word I'm looking for. Like, it just feels like it's an authentic Star Wars. Hmm. No. <laughs> That's met with silence. No, I'm, I'm trying to compose my thoughts. Oh, no. <laughs> Mike rarely needs to compose his thoughts for me. <laughs> Jesus, what have I gotten into? I kind of agree with you on the start. Okay. Uh, it was very slow for certainly the first half hour or whatever. Uh, or even 45 minutes. Yeah. And uh, one criticism I will make about the movie with the, in terms of the Easter eggs was I was actually so overwhelmed by the number and frequency of the Easter eggs that it was interfering with my enjoyment of the oh, movie. Oh, right. Because, like, you know, the first few times, oh, that's cool, oh, that's cool. And then it's like, no, just stop taking me out <laughs> of my, yeah, yeah, yeah. my story. There, were, there was too many, like, nudges to the knowing yeah, viewers being like, yeah, huh? Yeah. <laughs> huh? huh? <laughs> Wasn't that cool? Hey, yeah, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm sure after the 17th time I watch it, I will appreciate it. But, <laughs> but <laughs> the first time around, I just wanted the story. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was... It was well shot, but I don't think it was, say, as well shot as, uh, what was the one we watched recently? Force. Oh, no. Um, with Amy Adams. Arrival. Arrival. Right. Yeah, that had some more wow shots. Do you know I also had planned to go see that in the cinema oh. this week uh, while my daughter was in crash? Ha- that mm. hasn't happened either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm holding it on Friday. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. You know in Star Wars, cryogenics works. You could put your daughter in cryonic suspension. Oh, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, God. Just pick her up on Friday, yeah. like you know. She'll still be sick, though. Yeah, <laughs> I can just press pause uh, and go. Uh, you could just put her in the closet beside Han Solo, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, have you seen that guy? Is it is it Bill Hader, the comedian fella? Yeah. Yeah, he did Trainwreck with Amy uh, Schumer last year. Have you seen him on Saturday Night Live? doing his impressions of Star Wars non-human characters? No. No. Fucking outstanding. Really? Uh, really? He does Jabba the Hutt and a dying Tauntaun and kiss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we have to look that up? Yeah, yeah. It's it's astonishing just how good he is at it. Uh, in fact, wasn't he the voice for BB-8? Oh, yeah. The little robot yeah, 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 dude? Yeah, was he? Yeah, that everybody thought was a girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, there are some other weak things I thought... Uh, is it Forrest Whitaker? Yeah. Yeah. Was Saw Garrow or whatever. That was a waste of a character. Yeah, a bit underutilized. Uh, yeah, and, and awkward. It didn't fit into the story. Yeah. You know, they needed somebody to do that role, but they tried to ask him to do something else yeah. and didn't give it, give him the opportunity to do it. So right. it just... See, I was never a big fan of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, was, was he in 8 Mile? 
Or not 8 Mile. <laughs> 8 Mile. <laughs> the Green Mile. I can't remember. Is he the, the guy no. with the mouse? Do you remember no. Tom Hanks movie? No, no, no. That's not him. That's somebody else. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, I can't think of the movie. Was anyway. I can't remember the movie that destroyed him for me. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, no, he just always has that mm-hmm. like kind of worried look in his face. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh God. Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> mean, they... me anxious. You know, just looking at him. Just yeah, he's got that kind of face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they had created the bones of an interesting character there. Yeah. But he didn't have the Screen action type. to match. Maybe it. maybe yeah. they had right. the backstory and they just edited it out because they said we don't maybe. want to make a three maybe, hour yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, that's he was what probably it is. awesome in the original cut. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably yeah, yeah, had a great yeah. story. Like why else would you cast yeah. Forrest Whitaker unless you're going to use him to do something and maybe he did but they just yeah, mm-hmm. it got cut. So, anything else? Oh, lots and lots so of yeah, yeah, but there, I know there is, but uh, anything mm. else we can say? Where do we yeah. start? Okay. So we've already said it's gripping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. It looks mm-hmm. great. It's yep. true to form. Disney did a good job. Really enjoyed it. Speaking of wasted characters. Okay. As in Saw Guerrero. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, as you know, I have a pretty stern man crush on, on Mads. Oh, yeah. So we all do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just a thing. Yeah, yeah. Can it be yes. called a man crush if I also have it on him? Uh, That's just a crush. That's just yeah. a normal yeah. crush. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, I, I, it's not too much of a spoiler to say he doesn't eat anybody in this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he was good in it. Yeah. Does he play Hannibal? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't watch that, so I didn't... Yeah. Okay. You haven't watched Hannibal? No. I what's haven't. wrong with you? Because it's just it's not my kind of thing. No, it's more like what's wrong with you. So, yeah, he's a great actor. He does the best he can with what he gets, but I think he, he's just... Uh, it's, Underutilized. It's a bit part, yeah. you know. Yeah, this yeah, 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 In yeah, the yeah. mechanics of the movie, we need yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. to do this. Yes. We'll get a great actor to do it, Yeah. but you kind of think, ah, could have made more of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, thought was wonderful. Ah, he, yeah. At the start, he turned around the, in one of his first scenes, and I was going, yeah. "Who the fuck is that?" I didn't yeah. even recognize yeah, him. Yeah. Said, no way, <laughs> Ben. <laughs> yeah, he's such. A, he, he's just a brilliant actor. He's just brilliant. Ninety nine percent of what he's in. He's the one in the opening brilliant. scene, is he? Yeah, yeah. In the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have questions about that, but I'll have to ask you off okay. air. Okay. Yeah. Um. Who else do we need to talk about? Felicity. Oh yeah, yeah Felicity Jones. Yeah. More specifically, her trousers. <laughs> there what? were no ladders to climb, but still, she looked fantastic in those trousers. Epically good trousers. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice, Mike. I did notice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Had I but eyes to see. <laughs> I think. Um, the two guys, like the martial arts guys, the mm. the kind of skinny Asian guy, and then the yeah. the big like machine gun guy, mm. they were cool. Also yeah. Asian, huh? Also Asian. Yes, mm. both Asian. I think yes. I call them the Asian couple. Best of luck. Yeah. Well, you need luck. When I, got you. <laughs> <laughs> I need luck when I got you. Such a brilliant life. Do you know? Yeah. I read. Um, I went back and I was reading some articles on you know the machete order and, you know people's opinions of this film and, and you know yeah. how it fits into the canon and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I came across an article describing theirs as possibly the first openly gay relationship in the Star Wars universe. 
Mm. Something food for thought, anyways. I didn't see that, to be honest. Didn't see that either. No, I thought they're just bros. Yeah, it's like a bromance. Oh, you guys. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you can have a bromance without without the dick. You know. Yes, but sometimes also you do just have a romance with <laughs> dick. <laughs> 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 it can go both ways. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I, I, I was just like, yeah, because like they're in love for each other. I think somebody's looking for. Uh, no, I don't. I think there's arguments there because they. I mean, they clearly love each other. They're they're quite affectionate towards each other. You know, as as either mm. close friends mm. and like war companions. As, as hardened killers could be. You know, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Band of but brothers. there there is a scene where you just kind of think like the way that they're mm. looking at each other, and you're just like, oh well, maybe there's but something else there. It's one guy looking at a blind guy, and the other mm. blind guy is facing him. Yeah. They're not two guys looking at each other. <laughs> 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 All right, well, details. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And there, I'm there not is... saying, I'm, I'm just saying it, it was an interesting article to mm. read, and I'm going to put that out there, mm. that's all. All I'll say is there wasn't a, na- a naval uniform between them. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought some of the supporting cast were very good. I really liked them. Mm. Um, I really liked the new robot guy who is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it Caspian? Um. Uh, Diego whatever's uh, android guy was yeah. really cool really funny like mm-hmm. his whole shtick was that you know he he was a reprogrammed imperial droid um, and so sometimes you know as as a cover he pretends he's still an imperial droid and uh, he has to lie but he's just really bad at it and he'd be like the guys went that way they ran over there and it's just like yeah, in the yeah. moment when it's like a really tense mm-hmm. scene you yeah. know, a bad robot liar. Who knew it was the humor you needed? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, great. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was yeah. really good to watch. Uh, yeah. I'm glad they didn't overdo the humor. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's a, there's a few chuckles here and there, but they yeah, didn't yeah. try and make it, you know, yeah. laugh a minute or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, no, but you couldn't. Uh, who can forget the horror that was Jar Jar Binks? Yeah, you know? yeah. exactly. Jeez, yeah. 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 Um, What did the whole morality of the rebellion issue hit you as? Did it make an impression? In terms of the morality of the rebel forces? Yeah, yeah. In terms of, you know, they they do take certain actions that... Oh, yeah. You know, like the original movie is very, very much so black hat, white hat. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, uh, you know, I I, I liked it. It nearly humanized it. Yeah, I think think it addressed that because... The greater good. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than making everything like Western, black hat, white hat, in in this film we're seeing that like... Any group that gets so big that it's telling everybody what mm. to do has a dangerous type of power, and mm. you should always question that, regardless what side you're on. Mm-hmm. And that maybe the rebel force isn't the perfect force. Well, it's you good, know? you know. They they yeah. um they modernize it essentially. Yeah, that's, you know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, everything is shades of gray instead yeah. of black and white, and yeah. Yeah, makes it a, a lot more believable, I mm. think, as a as a story. But like forty seven or forty eight or fifty one shades of gray, I think. Um, I can't wait for the the offshoot where the, it's just a movie about pod racing, <laughs> you know, in like a a Senna documentary yeah. style. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be so cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, or a whole ninety minutes of Yoda going for a shite. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Tell me, the guy. Stuck my bowels are. The guy, Diego, whatever his name is, is the actor. Is, he plays the main guy that Felicity mm-hmm. Jones is working aside. What yeah. has he been in? I know his face. Who? And I know his Sorry? name. Mm. Yeah. 
Sorry, oh. which guy? He is like the Spanish, uh, mm. like co-pilot guy that Felicity Jones is. Like, he's the main spy dude. He's kind of oh, in yeah. charge of the whole spying mission. Uh, yeah, because we've seen him like. Uh, does does he do mm. the voice for Puss in Boots? No, <laughs> maybe. <You know>? yeah. <laughs> he could so get a job on Game of Thrones as one of the Dorn guys. <laughs> maybe that's who he is. Diego Luna. Right. What's he been in? Let's have Please a, be Game yeah. of Thrones. Please be Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> I know that face so well. Okay, let's see IMDB. Diego Luna. Sorry. This is Mark. I can hear Mark yelling mm. at me. Be like, yeah. This makes her. This is just going to. Oh, he's in Casa de mi Padre. <laughs> um, yeah, this is live research right here. Mm. Um, Riveting. Black. Mm. What else was he in? Criminal. Um, the Terminal. <laughs> <laughs> I can't seem to find his IMDb I know, page. Th- Frida. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, Frida is what oh, I know him from. That's who he is. Now Mark wouldn't know him from this movie, but I remember him now. Uh, Itu Mama Tambien. Yes. Yeah, yes. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. 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 For sure. Mm. Him cool. and uh, Gail. Itu Mama Tambien. Yes. Yeah. I'm just going to defend Mark here, like seriously. Yeah, it's a fantastic movie. It won like loads of Oscars or got nominated yeah. for yeah. loads. It was such a good film. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's about like a woman who uh, wants to go on a road trip, and she brings these two Spanish guys with her as like uh, tourists, um, and they just get into a bunch of stuff, have a bit of fun, mm-hmm. bit of a three way. Or... There is a three way. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a really good film. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't remade it oh. at this stage. Um. Yeah, that's where I would know him from. Yeah. So it was nice to see mm. his face again. Mm. Um, and Felicity Jones. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'd say it was. Eights in the boat, usually do that. You still remember his pounding butthole from the other movie. <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> do you ever wonder why you do this podcast, Sean? Do you know, Mike? <laughs> There are six days of the week when I'm just like watching stuff at home and depending on how good or bad it is, I'm either cursing this podcast or like really thankful that I'm part of it. But almost every week I'm sitting here and I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? I could try to have like an opinion and then like, you'll just open your mouth and it's just like, Jesus Christ. There's no elevating anything. That's why she keeps going back. <laughs> so uh, K2SO. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Played by. You recognize uh, him. Hey, that's you? the guy from Firefly. who's a pilot. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It is. I uh, don't recognize him. Um, his name is um, Alan. Tudyk. T U D Y K. Tudyk. Tudyk. Yeah. So, because when he started talking, he was going, "I know that voice." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's been in loads mm-hmm. of stuff, like huh. especially cartoons. Mm-hmm. Like loads. It does a lot. He of has a very kind of prim voice. It's kind of yeah. his thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like. Which kind of fits in with the GPO kind of, you yeah, know, you know, yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah, not quite as English, but yeah. yes, yeah. more Puritan. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the music, yes, yes, the score. Oh, no, guys, I don't know, guys, really, yeah, a little bit, a little bit disappointed on that front. Really, really? yeah, yeah. There were, there were some passages that I thought yeah that's great 
Mm-hmm. But for a large part of the movie, I was thinking, where's the music? I wasn't. It wasn't. Well, I think it's because they moved impact. away from the Imperial March. We saw. Mm-hmm. We see the Imperial March once mm-hmm. when it's talking about Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, but elsewhere, we're not seeing it. And I think it's yeah. a nice way. And there's also not the crawl at the beginning of the mm-hmm. film. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's a nice way to like, you know, they do some throwbacks, but they're mm-hmm. modernizing it in some other ways. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of yeah. nice to get a different score. Yeah. But it's still impactful. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I suppose my point is part of the score was very good. But in the original Star Wars, all of the score Right. Was, okay. was something that you still remember today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the stuff for me that was more memorable was a variation on a theme from the original, yeah, yeah. Uh, the original stuff. That was John Williams, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, John Williams didn't do this soundtrack, though. He was the composer of the theme music. Oh, was he to the, to Rogue One? To all of Star Wars. No, I knew he was all of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't think yeah, that he, he did yeah, this film. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he did the theme to this, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, it was almost seamlessly Star Wars world universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Fight universe. <laughs> Space, Space fight. fight. Uh, um, one last thing I'd like to say about it is it's nice to see a different perspective. That's the thing. Because, yeah. like we were saying, with all the mm-hmm. offshoots and different storylines mm-hmm. and so on, it's great to get a new perspective yeah. and the yeah. whole... Yeah. Yeah, like the, the first, whatever, seven Star Wars movies, it's, there's always been a Jedi and a Sith. Jedi yeah, yeah, and yeah. Sith. Yeah. And, and you're waiting, as you say, for the lightsaber yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, But in this movie, uh, like a character like Darth Vader is so far away. Yeah. He's almost like the boogeyman. Yeah. But that's it. There was you less know? superheroes in this yeah. movie. yeah. Than in the previous one, they're mm-hmm. superheroes. That's what they are. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it was always a thing about what are they going to do next? Yeah, because they've got, uh, they're, they're not just guys who can run fast or jump high. Yeah, or yeah. D- You know, yeah. they don't. They're not one dimensional in that mm-hmm. regard with their powers and so on. Yeah. Well, I guess Superman isn't. But anyway, the, yeah. the rest seem to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, they always had. You're always wondering what's coming up next, or how are they going to utilize them, mm-hmm. or. Hanging uh, off a droid yeah, seven yeah. million miles above the, the ground, yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff, you know, so, yeah. Not the hand! Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, yeah, 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 so. Yeah, yeah this so one is much more, like, mm. based on humanity. More grounded. Mm. Yes. Yeah, you could actually be one of the characters in that. Which I think is one of, I would say maybe the the biggest strength of this film. And for me, I think it was the thing that I found myself talking about a lot. Because obviously, you know, we have this war, we have the rebellion, and we have the um, empire. And um, we know that there is a war going on. Those two sides are fighting each mm-hmm. other. And that's what all of the seven or all of the mm-hmm. Star Wars films are about. But this one in particular, and maybe it's because of that lack of superhero type of character mm-hmm. that it's really grounded in something that it would be close mm-hmm. to reality. You know, you see... Mm-hmm. These people are soldiers who have something mm. that they believe in and you see trenches mm-hmm. and you see, you know, their nerves and you know that they're putting their lives on the line for something. Mm-hmm. And some of them, you know, don't make it because that's what happens in war. Mm. And for the first time, I think even more so than any other Star Wars I've seen in, in a lot of films I've seen mm-hmm. that are kind of like a fictional sci-fi film. Mm. The war felt real. Like you, you were aware yeah. each of those deaths that are happening. You're, mm. you're very aware 
that that's a loss to the team. You know, those mm-hmm. all those soldiers have faces. And there was a kind of um, a realistic element to this war that was happening mm-hmm. in a way that I haven't really seen Star Wars do. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be difficult for like this crazy alternate universe sci-fi film. How would it have a, 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 a well-grounded war mm-hmm. portrayal? But it feels yeah. like it does. Now, I know yeah. you'd be more the expert in this wow. kind of, you know, war on film. But well, you... you- you pick up a very interesting point because this is probably the first Star Wars film where I kind of started to identify with the stormtroopers. Right. Oh. Really? Yeah. It was like, as as we were talking earlier, it was always, you know, good versus evil or whatever. Yeah. But in this one, it's kind of like, man, these are some pretty good guys here. You know, yeah, yeah, one yeah. of them actually hit somebody back there. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it kind of humanized that and in fairness they tried to start that in uh the force awakens right where you have yeah, yeah, uh, man. you know the impact Across. of combat on or you know the impact of losing your friends and whatever on um god what was his name ray's buddy yeah. takes off his helmet oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um that was the first time we'd seen stormtroopers actually as anything other than cannon fodder yeah and in this one there's something similar you know it's like they're not just targets yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. you yeah. see there's this one moment where they're kind of panning right before something's about to happen mm. and you see two star troopers talking mm. to each other and they're just making like small talk mm. you know yeah, they're, yeah, just, yeah. they're just two guys yeah. doing their job yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so i think i think that's the strongest element of this star wars because the film ended and it just had such an impact on me. Now, so did The uh, Force Awakens. I sat there when mm-hmm. it was done, like, just in tears, blown away by mm-hmm. how amazing it was. And I was sitting there in tears, blown away by how amazing this was as well. I just thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Going to have to mark it, guys. Oh. oh, yeah, it's a film. Yeah. Going to have to mark it. What are we thinking, Mike? As I was watching it, I was kind of disappointed along the way. As I said earlier, the Easter eggs were annoying me. The score wasn't really doing it for me. And the, the you know, the acting thing, I was over-analyzing it as I was watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's Disney as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And because I'm so dedicated to, you know, my pro- professional yeah, yeah, task yeah, yeah, as yeah, a yeah. podcast reviewer. <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably because I'm overly Star Wars nerdy. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I wasn't just sitting back and taking it as an experience. Yeah. But after the end, I just wanted to go straight back in and see it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. It was yeah, a great ending. Uh, 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 um, yeah, the last 15, 20 minutes, just great movie making. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. they, you know, they, they're bringing everything together. Yeah. Um, it's a simple story, but they, they yeah. do it really well. Um, yeah. so as, as I, as I was watching and analyzing in asshole mode, um, uh, I probably was thinking a six, but on mature reflection, I'll give it an eight and I really want to see it again. All huh. right. Wow. Sean? I was the opposite to what Mike just described. I was definitely sitting there and taking it all in as an experience. And that's, I think, because I lack the references to make anything else. Mm. Um, I sat there and I had a popcorn and um, galaxy chocolate mesh going on with my brother-in-law. And 
I was enjoying the whole cinematic experience of just being like taken to this other world and blown away by it. Um, I haven't thought until the second about giving it, assigning it a numerical value to this film because it was just, it was so good. I'd be tempted to give it a nine. If it's a nine, it's a nine. Mm-hmm. We don't get many of them around here. Yeah, you know what? There we mm. go. First thought, best thought. Nine out of ten. Wow. Do it! Do it! Fair play! <laughs> Done. Yeah. All that, right, that's Steve. probably only the second or third nine this year. Yeah. I think I'm with you. Yeah! Ooh! <laughs> only, you know, the... Only... Uh, <coughs> only pulling a point for the the build-up at the start. Yeah, that's the only thing I would yeah. dock a point for is it was yeah. maybe a bit slow. Mm. There was Nailed a few areas that I'm like, I'm not really sure, but you know, recovered. where they came from. It recovered. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really, really strong. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a nine. Yeah. And whether you're an experienced Star Wars viewer or new mm. to it, yeah, yeah. it works. Yeah, it works. Blind. The emotional yeah, yeah. impact yeah, yeah. is there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before you go out hand and nines willy-nilly, yeah. how quotable do you think the script is? Quotable. I think mm. it'll be quite quotable. See, that's the mark of a nine see, and a ten. Is that's something that. See, if I was yeah. going to start quoting it, I wouldn't want to give things away. But yeah, I was, yeah. there's yeah, things yeah. that the droid would say, and then there's things uh, that is repeated several times throughout yeah. the movie that's become quotable. Did it stick in your head? Yeah. That's the question. Yeah. That that's the mark of a I nine and ten. Need, I still yeah. need to see it again. Yeah. And well I I can't wait to see yeah, it again. Yeah. I've got on my Christmas wish list for this year to see them to have the to get the Force Awakens because I want to watch that a few more times. And I look forward to watching yeah. Rogue One some more mm. when it like comes Like, how good out. was Jaws back in the day? I can only remember one quote from that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I, I just wanted to make sure you were sure before you <laughs> handed out. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Such, such a yeah. a wondrous score. Okay, um, next up we'll have some previews. Come to a bicycle near you. First one is um, snatched. <laughs> so th- this is a new Amy Schumer comedy uh, caper with Goldie Hawn. Um, Amy Schumer gets dumped by her boyfriend, who she was planning a, a trip around South America with. So she ends up bringing her mom. While they're there, they get kidnapped, and she has to find a way to get out. And hilarity ensues. <laughs> I, lo- I love mm. this. this. This is kind of like, uh, it's pretty far, uh, what do you call it, uh, rated F. Right. Because mm. the writer's female, yeah. two stars mm. are female, right? Yeah. So if you look at IMDb at the top film cast, mm. right, it's one person, Christopher Maloney. Good job, IMDb. Yeah. I'm never going to watch this. <laughs> yeah, it, I'm an Amy Schumer fan, and it doesn't look that no, good. No, I'm not. So I'm definitely not going to watch this. It, <laughs> yeah. it looks well. It's obviously it's contrived as contrived can be. Yeah. It, and the jokes mm. are there. It's there the, for the Amy Schumer slapstick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it'll land as well as it did. Like Trainwreck, there's mm. a lot more kind of room for play, but here it's just kind of yeah. you know. Yeah. We've seen this kind of story before. And I'd forgotten how much I hate your one. What's what did you Goldie. call her? Goldie, Goldie Hawn. Yeah, because yeah. she's been unemployed for so long. I'd kind of since Kurt Russell. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like she's she's nearly Meryl Streep annoying. 
<laughs> you can't just keep throwing that insult around at every character you don't like because you you've said that I think every yeah, episode Mike. the last several weeks you've made that comparison. Yeah, that's big, and and there's a good reason. You're diluting for that. it, Mike. You're diluting there's a good it. reason for that. Somebody showed me a trailer with Meryl Streep in it today. Oh no way! <laughs> and I did. I had to go out to the Vomit. to the yeah. to the toilets to kind of compose myself. <laughs> There's a, there's a base physical reaction. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. No. no. Yeah, I'm not, not that interested. Even okay. as an Amy Schumer fan, I'm glad yeah. we all agree on this. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wonder how she's enjoying life in Spain now. <laughs> huh? Did you not see the interview? She was going to emigrate to Spain if Trump won. Oh, oh right. was she? Yeah. Oh, I wonder how that yeah. worked out. I don't know if she checked out the whole visa situation. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> Probably as much hot air as um, Trump came out. Yeah. <laughs> um, Blade Runner 2049. 30 years of the, after the events of the original. Are you guys Blade Runner fans? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's vampire movies, right? No. What? I thought it was vampire. No. I haven't seen no, it. No, 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 no. 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 The, one of the best, if mm. not the best, sci-fi movie ever made, ever. Mm. It's based on Philip K. Dick book, isn't it? Yes. If you haven't seen it, you have to see this. You have to go home and watch it right away. Yeah. Yeah. I need like, to finish watching the OA. Yeah. You need to put the OA on pause. Yeah. And, and then I need and to finish 3%. And 3% yeah. on pause. No. Yeah. Yeah. You, know the way you're, you're, you know the way your kid is sick and you can't sleep? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You need to make use of the time. You talked about efficiency. Blade Runner. All right. Yeah. So if I pull him out on tonight, I have to watch Blade Runner while I do yeah. it, huh? Yeah. If it's on Netflix, I will consider uh, that. Yeah. Oh, big question. Should she watch the original or the director's cut? Different endings. Oh, the original. Yeah. The original. Okay. Yeah, for sure. You always yeah. watch director Scott second. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I agree with yeah. you on that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, for sure. You. It. It, it is a most over Christmas now to get to play. <laughs> really. Steve I'm, with I, his yeah. serious dad yeah. face. Yeah. Like, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Really this is right up there with stuff. like you need yeah. to use protection with like <laughs> <laughs> you need to watch this. Film. No, it's actually more <laughs> important than that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll watch it again as well because it's years since I've seen it. Good. Yeah. So this is going to have. Ryan of the Goslings mm-hmm. and um, Harrison of the Fords. Harrison of mm-hmm. the Fords makes an mm-hmm. appearance as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it it looks like it's going to be mm. same world, same kind mm. of. I, I don't know what the way the story does. It look good. We we well, it's only a teaser trailer, so we didn't yeah. get a whole lot. Oh, that killed it. me! That, that fucking killed me! All we know is that the two lads are yeah. in it. Really, I want to know so much, and they told us nothing. <laughs> I think that's why ah. it's called a teaser. Yeah. IMDb tells us though, mm. right? 30 years after the first film. Yeah. Uh, new Blade Runner, LAPD Officer K, mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling, unearths a long buried secret that the potential to plunge, uh, that has the potential to plunge what's left of society into chaos. K's discovery leads him on a quest to find uh, Richard Deckard, which is mm-hmm. Mr. Ford, uh, a former LAPD Blade Runner who's been missing for 30 years. So he, he's on a quest. Mm-hmm. And we've seen from the trailer that he finds mm-hmm. him. So it's not much point mm-hmm. in watching this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's on a quest... He, he needs succeeds. a mentor. The mentor obviously sacrifices himself to provide, you know, the <laughs> the launch pad for him to succeed in this quest. Yes. <laughs> mm. um, is is Daryl Hannah going to be in it? Oh. On her hands. Oh. Good question. Mm. No, did she not? 
Oh no, we can't talk about it no. until Shona um, yeah. sees it. No, yeah. um, I can't believe we're doing spoilers for a thirty-year-old movie. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie David's in it. Robin Wright's in it. That's who's oh, in cool. it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Dave Batista. What is his name? Batista. 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 Yeah. I fucking hate Robin Wright after Anomalisa. Oh right. Oh, I can understand that. But you've yeah. seen House Cards, right? Only a couple of episodes. I love her in that. Yeah. yeah, she's very good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, strong woman, strong woman, strong, yeah. strapping woman. <laughs> um, the last one we watched was uh, Alone in Berlin. Yeah, interesting. This is uh, Brendan Gleeson and mm. um, Emma Thompson mm. are the parents of a uh, are German parents to a soldier who died in the war, and they find themselves basically opposing Hitler and finding the kind of guerrilla warfare ways of spreading dissent. About Hitler throughout Germany. Resist the Nazis. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it's based on a true story. Interesting. Apparently. Yes, that's if true. Not, that's not, true it is. Uh, yeah, that's what uh, it says. Yeah. Mike, what are you dying to say? This is just such fucking horse crap. Not all Germans were bad. Some of them stood up against the Nazis. You don't think that's possible? Jesus Christ. You, think, you don't think uh, that's possible? Oh, I'm sure it happened, but they died. Come on, there's a lot of people that don't support Trump. Yeah, and they died. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is one of these fucking, you know, let's all feel better about ourselves. I don't movies. think so. No. I don't no. think so. I think it might actually reinforce the, you know, obviously, mm. if if you're to think about it, obviously, mm-hmm. there's going to be exceptions to every, every mm. regime. Yeah. But I think it might even reinforce what we already think about how bad it was mm-hmm. when we see the actions taken. Mm. To, to silence them. To silence the threat. Wow. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> it looks uh, good. It looks good. Uh, I, I'm excited to see this. Mm-hmm. Two very good actors. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Emma Thompson and Brendan Gleeson. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It should be interesting. Yeah. Their German is really good too. Mm. <laughs> I'm almost afraid to watch it because I'm afraid of the violence. You know that the, there's yeah. obviously going to be oh, the postcards. The postcards. No, no, yeah, it's going to be sort of real violence. There's kind there's of like, like a, a, a fast forward like montage, you know, at the yeah, end yeah. of the trailer that you're just mm. like, mm, there's going to be like deaths, and once it's like mm. Nazi killing, I just it might be too hard. Mm. Yeah, but like if you're going to watch World War Two, you can watch this or Band of Brothers. Yeah, it's different. It's mm. different. Yeah, because like, Band of uh, Brothers is good. Have you ever, have you ever <laughs> seen? Um, maybe you haven't. The lives of others. <laughs> you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> <laughs> you ever been in Turkish prison? Um, yeah, uh, the lives of others is kind of. Isn't set it in the, the secret time. lives of others? Uh, no, I'm thinking of the secret no. life of bees, which is a similar no, vein film, no, but it's no, not. The, the lives, lives of, of others. others. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, and that that's not dissimilar. Yeah, it's yeah. set in the same era, same kind of thing. Yeah, um, but. Oh my god, it's fantastic! Or you have your neighbors spying mm. on neighbors, and oh, yeah. be, just the way it, mm. North Korea works, actually. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, um, and uh, George Soros. Hmm? George Soros. Yeah, he was, uh, you know, the famous banker dude. No. You've never heard of George Soros? No. The devaluation of the UK pound. No. Oh my god! What planet do you live on? Is it a movie? No, it's it's real life. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it later. <laughs> no, no, no. no what the, what's the, uh, the thing is, back when he was a young lad, he helped his dad to uh, identify Jews for the uh, Nazi regime in Hungary. Jesus. Um, and now he's uh, one of the masters of the universe. Oh. Mm. And uh, gave quite a lot of money to uh, Hillary Clinton's campaign. Just saying. Jesus, yeah. Mike. Come on. <laughs> He could have been Pope with that kind of power. Yeah. 
I can't believe you guys have never even heard his name. Joe Soros. It sounds George like Soros. Oh. You know, it just sounds like oh. something you'd seen in a, yeah. a history museum or something. Back back in the early nineties, <laughs> the UK uh, government joined the <laughs> joined the <laughs> joined the European Monetary Union and George Soros successfully launched a currency assault on the UK oh, pound. We were, we were kids back then. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I I, I I just got my pension book then. I know. So it's very like, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. We didn't get as well. <laughs> yeah. It's Let's like some, sometimes I feel like I know you guys, and then I realize we're just totally on different fucking planets. <laughs> That's what makes this work, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fuck okay. you guys. Fuck you guys. Okay, on yeah. that note. Yeah, it's not an episode until someone tells someone else to fuck off. Now we can end. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll leave it there. So from Mike, Stephen, Shona, stay classy. Did you notice that wasn't in alphabetical order this week? I know. <laughs> in my head, I was saying from Mike, Mark, and Steve. Yeah. No, Mike, Mark, and Steve, or Mike, Mark, and Shona. In my head, I had it wrong. Yeah. I just it wow. So you're trying to D-O-C-D That's your ending. That's I do my job. <laughs> you do your job. <laughs> <laughs>